0: I hope you all enjoyed uh, your Thanksgiving, had good time with family, everybody that I've talked to. No one has said it was awful, and we're ready to get back to work or anything like that, so I'm so glad that that sounds like everybody enjoyed their time with family. We enjoyed our time, house full. It's, it's nice to pack out our house for a while, but I told Linda it's nice when they go home too. <laughs> and it's quiet again in our house so uh, anyway Um, today we're we're just going to wrap up the um, the series we've been in called The Search again it's walking through the book of Ecclesiastes and and I've said it over and over again but Ecclesiastes is not that book that 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 you would read through and just understand everything Uh, matter of fact it it could be a very frustrating book because there's some very positive things said, and along with it, something right afterwards would be negative. And where's that coming from? Is kind of the question. So we look at, we look at Solomon, who is said to be the author of this, and throughout the book, it's basically Solomon using the godly wisdom that he was given, examining life. You know, just saying, okay, I'm going to examine everything in the life, uh, throughout life. I think. Obviously, he was looking for significance or for or, or for fulfillment, because you know the great statement that that is at the beginning, and and again at the end is meaningless, meaningless. Everything is just meaningless. Would you even want to be around Solomon? Is that that doesn't seem like the perky personality you'd you'd want to spend time with? You know, sit down and have a meal with? I would. I just say, okay, what's the deal, Solomon? Matter of fact. Uh, Think about this question just for a moment, because it entered my mind this week. What kind of medication do you think Solomon needed? Uh, right? Uh, maybe some insomnia is going on there, a guy that's so troubled he didn't sleep at night. More than likely something for depression, right? I mean, we, we have things that deal with people like Solomon today. As a matter of fact, let's, let's just be honest, the world around us uh, lives in frustration uh, unfulfillment, dissatisfied, and maybe we've got a lot of people here in the church today are at the same place, just not seeing fulfillment. That's why I think the value of this book is, is we, we, we could go through all of Ecclesiastics and at the end to just say, where is meaning to life? But I, I do believe we know the answer to that, and we've already made it very clear because we know Jesus, Right? We know Jesus, and, and, and we'll talk a little bit more about why he makes a difference. But, but we're, we're turning to chapter 12. There, there are some things that we're probably skipping over that we, we could do. I'd like to go through uh, uh, some of the, one of the chapters earlier on talks about leadership. There's another chapter in there, chapter 11, the beginning of it, talks about investment. And then there's a lot about folly or foolishness. And a lot about wisdom that's in there that, that we are uh, skipping. Next week, we're going to start our series uh, just leading up to, to Christmas. The coming of Jesus and the celebration that is absolutely necessary. Every Sunday we come together, but especially that focus uh, and, and celebration as we le- uh, lead into this this season. So uh, be, be prepared for that. Um the, the thing, let, let's look at our passage today. It's chapter 12, verses 1 through 5. Before I read that, though, the contents of chapter 12, I, I, and I, I like to be very honest, uh, you, wh- where's the mind of the author that's writing this down? The, the bottom line is, I, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, as we get into the outline, I try to make it sound positive, but remember, Solomon is not very stable. He's, he's, he's a frustrated man. He'll say something very positive. And then he'll say something negative. Matter of fact, leading up before we read the whole passage, I want to go back in and, and, and chapter 11 and read verse 8. Verse 8 really is foundational to what's going on in the first five verses of, of chapter 12. In uh, verse 8 it says, however many years anyone may live, let them enjoy them all. Woohoo! Yeah, you like that one, right? Memorize that one. Remember Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 11a, okay, verse 11a. Again, let me read it. However many years anyone may live, let them enjoy them all. Then, in a very Solomon way, he says, but let them remember the days of darkness, for there will be many, everything to come is meaningless, uh, see, okay, there, there. I think that's a great picture. That verse 8, just kind of, this is where we've been. This is where we've been going through Ecclesiastes. Uh, really, his conclusion has been again and again, man, make the most of every day. Eating, drinking, and, and your work, make the most of it. Find joy in your day. Uh, we, we really emphasized that last week, but verse 8 lays it out again. But as we get into chapter 12, More and more in chapter 12, again, remember, his topic, his focus is is on death. And so so here's what he says. Verse 1, remember your creator in the days of your youth. Before the days of trouble come, the years approach when you will say, I find no pleasure in them. Before the sun and the light and the moon and the stars grow dark and the clouds return after the rain. When the keepers of the house tremble and the strong men men stoop. When the grinders cease because they are few. And those looking through the windows grow dim. When the doors of the street are closed and the sound of the grinding fades. When people rise up at the sound of the birds, but all their songs grow faint. When people are afraid of heights and of dangers in the streets. When the almond tree blossoms and the grasshopper drags itself along and desire no longer is stirred. Well, that needs a lot of explanation. We'll get to that. Uh, but but here's, here's what I think is being laid out. with, And, and this, is, this is one of the frustrations of Solomon we've talked about before. Is, is his, his greatest frustration is death. And so his conclusion is talking about death, but also how we live in that. How do you, how do you live Today, thinking, you know, this is going to end sometime. Well, one thing we all have in, in common is we are all terminal. We knew that. And that sounds terrible. Hey, I'm terminal. Well, how long you got? I don't know. You know, I could be could be 50 more years, whatever, but who knows. But I am terminal. I'm going to die. That's a sobering thought. And it's also a stressful thought to Solomon. Um, in this passage... Uh, I, Again, I'm putting a very positive look on here, and I, I think my positive look actually comes from, from the fact that we know Jesus. So keep that in mind. Uh, it, it, because in here, Solomon continues to, to kind of drag his feet at, at how we ought to live life. I think in, in, in light of Jesus, whatever time we have left here in this world, we should look to live well. I, if that's the message, boy, that's one of those simple messages. Live life well. But I say that in light of Jesus. I say that in light of Jesus. I think Solomon also says that uh, over and over again. But then he prefaces it, oh, but th- dark things are going to happen. You have to live like that. And, and you know, the end is coming. So, so he can never just say something positive and leave it alone. So I, w- I want us to look at the best outlook on life. And, and let's begin here. Uh, in, in, in chapter 12, those first five verses, there was actually two age groups which is basically all there is, young and old, young and old. He begins young. He mentions the young. Do you feel youthful? Because I don't think that's what he's talking about. You can feel youthful. But, but okay, we, I know we have junior hires here and some high schoolers here. I, okay, you are amongst the youth. But I also think college age, I think young married. I was trying to think, well, how do you put an age on what Solomon is talking about here? How do you put an age? I, I don't remember the age because it, it was some years ago. I remember getting out of bed and my feet hurting. Okay? I know that that there's a period in time where I started getting out of the chair that I make noise. Okay? You, are you familiar, guys who are up there where I am? You know, you get up. You're, Ugh. Something like that. I didn't do that when I was younger. I'm, I'm saying when that starts happening, you need, to, you need to know you're at the peak of the hill looking down. Okay? You're, you're up there. And, and so we're, that's how we're defining it. If you if you got the, knee, the knees and, and joints hurting and, and then accusing things of being arthritis, okay. Then, then at least you, you have to admit you're at the beginnings of looking down that hill. And, and so you are the old. But let me, let me start here. Number one, take advantage of your youth. Those of you who are young and don't have those hurts and pains and other things, you are young. And, and Solomon's suggestion is, is to remember your creator in the days of your youth. Matter of fact, I, I do want to step back in chapter 11 because there's some identifying things specifically for you if you're young. Verse 9. Verse 9 says, you who are young, be happy while you're young. Okay? Be happy while you're young. And let your heart give you joy in the days of your youth. Isn't that great? Be happy. Take advantage of of those days. Follow, and then it says, follow the ways of your heart and whatever your eyes see. And know that for all these things, God will bring you into judgment. Okay, in there. it, It sounds like, oh man... Go after whatever your heart desires, whatever your heart your your eyes see. Go out and pursue it. Well, in the scripture we know there's, you know there there's things of man pursue righteousness, pursue holiness, not the things of unrighteousness. I, I do believe that Solomon too kind of uh, uh, lays out man pursue the dire, desires of your heart, but keep in mind God judges. God God's gonna judge. So it, it, it's still in there. Matter of fact, in the Old Testament, it, it says it as well. Matter of fact, in one phrase out of Numbers fifteen thirty nine, it says, uh, you're, to, you're to be mindful of the tassels on the hem of your robe. And those tassels are there to remind you to keep God's commandments. And then it goes on to say that you may obey them and not prostitute yourselves by chasing after the lusts of your own hearts and eyes. Which seems real contrary to what Solomon just said, right? It just sounds so contrary. You know, pursue the things of your heart and your eyes, and don't prostitute yourself to the things that your heart and eyes are drawn to. Well, Solomon again is saying, man, take advantage of the life. I do think there's praise there. I do think there's praise there for us to enjoy. I hope you enjoyed this week, and I hope the Thanksgiving went before God. The time with family. The time you just find something uh, funded, whether it's hunting. I know Jared got a, a buck this week. And Jared, you have to really look at Jared Cloaks to see, you know, is he, is he happy or not? You know, he's a he's pretty even-killed guy. Jared was excited about the buck he got. You know, I could tell because he was showing pictures and talking about it and, and everything. I enjoy that, man, going on the hunt, getting, you know, getting the fish or, or whatever. Or uh, I, I better throw this in just in case this would be Linda's side. Man, finding that bargain at the store, you know, that, that's the exciting things of life. You know, oh, there we go. Anyway, but you're with me. I, for those of you who are young. And enjoy life. He lays it out. A matter of fact, go back to A. He says, enjoy all your days. He emphasizes it here. Then in verse 10. In verse 10, he comes along and says, so then banish anxiety from your heart and cast off the troubles of your body uh, for youth and vigor vigor are meaningless. There's Solomon's comment again. But he says, you know, cast off or banish uh, anxiety from your heart. Uh, the, the commentary is reading says, really, the word is, is more focused on anger. Anger, and, and probably better yet, between the words here, anxiety, is, is that idea of frustration. Of frustration. And, and I think what he's saying, hey, the truth is we get angry from time to time. If you have kids, you get angry. And if grandkids come to visit, you get angry. Or if you're Linda Roberts, you get angry. You know, things like that. Uh, and, and it just happens in life and I don't think that's what he's talking about. I think he's talking about living a life in frustration. You know there are things in this world that if you dwell on it you will be constantly dealing with frustration. Isn't that right? There are things in this world that you're just, is going to make you angry and continue to dwell on that. Uh, let, let's, uh, I mean, things of, of what we went through this last year, you know, I mean, the, the pandemic, a lot of frustrated people and, and the politics. And I still run into people today that haven't let it go or, or not letting it dwell in them and, and, and just irritate and frustrate them every day. They've lost, matter of fact, it, it's the reason they lost their joy. And I think that's what Solomon's telling those who are young. Don't let those things just overcome you. Don't let it be a part of your every day. Can you be angry and do something about it? Yeah. But it doesn't, what what he's saying is don't let this be your life. You have this life ahead of you. I mean, enjoy. You will be angry. You'll be frustrated. But do not dwell on those things. Don't live those things. It's great our kids are the ones we want to be around after this past year because they're not dwelling on the things that we as adults get wrapped up into. I'd love to be a youth again, right? Don't. I, I believe in chapter 12, verse 1, it, it emphasizes this message. Don't miss opportunities while you are young. Don't miss them while you're in your youth. Remember your creator in the days of your youth before the days of trouble come and the years approach when you will say, I find no pleasure in them. That's top of the hill looking down or going down the hill, whichever. That's that's the old age that's coming. Uh, Enjoy your youth while you can is what it says. Enjoy those days. Matter of fact, enjoy those days before verses 2 through 5 take place. Are you ready for this? Uh, I, I don't know, maybe some of you already know the, that la- he speaks about a life as being that household. Uh, that that, that, that uh, your, your life being the, the household. And here's, here's what he says, just to give you an idea. Before the sun and the light and the moon and the stars grow dark and the clouds return after the rain... That, that, that's that consciousness or that that ability to think through things and not you know the cloudiness of mind you might say is there, so it's take, taking this thing personal uh, and, and and verse four, when the doors of the street are closed and this no excuse me, verse three, when the keepers of the house tremble and the strong man stoop, it's talking about bones and and just the the things that hold you up um, uh, when when the grinders cease because they are few. Talking about your teeth, you know, as old age you begin to lose those teeth, and and those looking through the windows grow dim. Uh, looking through your eyes, man, you're not able to see. Oh, let's just go through it. Solomon is just saying he's getting old. Uh, enjoy your youth until you know you start sliding. You know the the aches and pains, the 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 inability to remember uh, like you used to, the inability to see to. To, to hear in verse four and verse five is man you are afraid of things that you weren't afraid of if you're no kids and they'd shoot up in the tree uh, how, tell me how many of you uh, over sixty want to crawl up a tree anymore you, you might if you 're hunting or something like that but you're more careful today than you were when you were younger you're more careful so all, all the things that he 's saying in, in verse one I say hey Be mindful of those things. Hey, take advantage of your youth before all verses 2 through 5 happens to you. It's coming. It's coming. Now, here's here's the the, the key key message that Solomon has for us is that first phrase. Remember your creator. I want to emphasize that. Remember, hey, those of you who are young... In your youth, now's the time to be remembering your creator. Too many people are thinking, well, right now, I'm, I'm just young. I'll, I'll, I'll start going to church later, or I'll, I'll start praying, or I'll, I'll start doing the things for God. Now's the time to remember your creator. And I think it's more than just because I want to be ready. If you want to enjoy, if you want to live life well, come into a relationship with your creator acknowledge your creator live life according to the creator i i I believe that solomon is is saying this right man one of the best things we do is remember our creator he says enjoy life you would there in chapter 11 enjoy your life uh keep keep that you know uh, with within the realm of hey god's going to be judging but enjoy your life and and also uh just just that fact that uh uh you know, don't, don't, don't spend your time in frustration and, and worry and, and all that, you know, but then he says, remember your creator. Something I think that God, I mean, that, that Solomon misses here is that he misses the fact that it's, it is God who gives meaning to life. It is, it is God who gives meaning to life. I mean, Solomon, let, let's just say it, Solomon was out there pursuing all kinds of things. But, but you know, he, he, he forgot and to, to trust and put his confidence in God for, for everything, even uh, life afterwards. God gives me in life. Uh, it, it didn't happen for Solomon. Solomon just didn't see past death. But, but for Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob... And, and David, I, I believe they had a faith that, that went beyond this life for them. Now, we have a greater advantage uh, than, than Solomon ever had. But, but again, you know, even, even those had faith. But, and, and I'm not talking because of medication, okay? Not because we have more medications available, but what we have is, is just the fuller message of God through Jesus Christ, Matter of fact, Hebrews go to the beginning to Hebrews, it says, man, He sent angels, He sent prophets, but, but in the latter days, in, in, in these days, he, he sent Jesus. And Jesus brought to us the greatest message uh, in, in coming into this world and providing us a salvation and, and a full extent of God's kingdom. We understand, we see God's kingdom and, and even the conclusion when He returns. We have more content to understand, more to lay our faith upon according to what the word is laid out. We have a reason to to say there is so much meaning in life because God is. He's created and he's given us great opportunities in this life. I, I do believe in those in the Old Testament might not have been able to see and know all those details and they were still called to be obedient to God. Still called to be honoring of God. And I, I think we're at the same place. We just get the benefit of knowing, hey, because he has so much in store for us. That's, that's a great benefit that we have. Now, I, I think it's important for us. We, we talk about the youth. And, man, for those of you who are youthful and, and still crawling up the hill, man, take advantage of, of, of your life. Enjoy those around you. Enjoy your life. Now, for those on the decline, there's just a few words I want to share with you. Uh, a few words I want to share with you. I, and, and the nice way I'm going to put it is grow old gracefully. <laughs> right? You've heard that. Now, Solomon doesn't say that. I'm just being nice. He really doesn't say that. What, but what he says, what he says is the same thing to what he said to the, 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 the people who are young. Uh, in, in verse 6 he says, remember him before the silver cord is severed and the golden bowl is broken before the pitcher uh, is shattered at the spring and the will broken at the well. Do you, we know what we're talking about when things are broken, when things are actually done. Done. Because in verse 7 it says, that probably the clearest meaning is right here in verse 7. And the dust returns to the ground it came from. That's the clearest scriptural message I think there is. Because we came from the dust when we created. And to dust we return. It's talking about death in these verses. And the spirit returns to God who gave it. Here, here's what he says. Remember him. And in verse 6. Now this is the NIV. There's, there's some translations won't even have that. It'll go right there and say before the civil cord is, is severed. And what the NIV has done here. Is, is It is a continuing message from verse 1 where it says, remember him in your youth and remember him in verse 6 before you die. So, so those heading down the hill, what, what I, I believe that what we glean from Solomon is remember him in your life. That goes back to, to, to verse 8 that says, hey, listen, uh, you have many years, let them enjoy them all that which side of the hill do we enjoy it sounds like boy the uphill sounds like a lot more fun right that sounds fun no pain no hurting no no things like that but downhill i believe that we have every opportunity to enjoy God just as much even more so because of jesus even more so because of jesus right i, I, I the the two things that i would i would uh, draw out of this is we need to accept the obvious and when I say accept the obvious I mean go ahead and take the Tylenol uh, you know the deep heat uh, the the different things that you need uh, the the knee replacements the shoulder uh, repairs all those things that's that just part of uh, of getting older and 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 continue to 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 pursue the best life you can you're able to right but but understand this Also, prepare for the obvious. Uh, Hopefully, when you were in those those growing up in the stronger years, that you were remembering the Creator. You're remembering the Creator. You're you're coming into relationship with Him. Because, hey, it doesn't change when you're going downhill. When when you're going down that hill. It is remember that mighty God. Matter of fact, I, I believe uh, just, just even Lauren Deckard, I remember him talking about, man, the, 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 the music uh, brought him to tears. More often, I think there's a softness of heart that happens in us older folks. It happens in me. A, a softening of the heart as we get closer and closer. Every day, it is a step closer to Jesus for us older folks, and we, and we look that way. It really is. I yeah. I'm not. I'm not trying to be funny with that. As life life has a limit, and and there's a time that we're drawing closer. That man, our what's our, what's the the meaning, the significance, the satisfaction? I think the greatest satisfaction is going to be when we are face to face with Jesus. That's going to be something. That's going to be something. That's where Solomon had no idea, no perspective. Why is he so frustrated? He didn't know Jesus. He didn't see any picture past death, and that's exactly what God has provided us in Jesus Christ. So, so how do we live life? Man, it gives us purpose. To, to be a help to, to the young families and to young adults. And man, if we could teach or if we could pray for or we could continue to, to be a part of a kingdom, it's not just in a barrel rolling down. It really ought to be, let's find significance in life. Love my family. Instruct my family. Be a part of the church. Pray. There's not, where is their retirement uh, for a Believer. Is, is there retirement? Hey, I'm a, I've been a believer a long time. It's time for me to retire and take it easy? I don't think so. I don't think so. There, there might be some things that I cannot do any longer, but man, I could still pray. I could still provide a meal. I could still, and I do appreciate those of you who are older than I, that man, I see your activity and you are great examples for the rest of the church. And I appreciate you. I love you. I appreciate you. You mean so much to me. Because I, I still say I'm at the beginnings of the top and I'm starting to roll down anyway. Uh, there is joy in Christ. Now, there are some final words I just want to end up uh, today. It's, it starts actually, uh, whether it starts in eight or it starts in nine, whether the great conclusion in eight that says meaningless means everything's meaningless uh, is, is actually what, what uh, uh, one book called the frame narrator. Okay, if you were here in the beginning, we talked about someone who seems to come in and does an introduction. And then Solomon begins writing in verse 12. Well, the frame narrator picks it up in verse 9, or he might have wrote uh, 8 as well. And say, man, this is the conclusion he writes. But in in, in 9, he says... Uh, not only was the teacher wise, but he also imparted knowledge to the people. He pondered and searched out and set in order many proverbs. And he goes on talking a little bit more about the, the, the one who did the proverbs. was probably Solomon. And, and in verse uh, uh, 12 and, and 13, he goes on to say, Be warned, my son, of anything in addition to them, of making many books, there is no end. And much study wearies the body. Now all has been heard, here's the conclusion of the matter. And I I appreciate one commentary that that said basically what he's saying here in those couple verses, he said, enough of Colette or enough of Solomon, let's get on with what is really important. Let's get on with what's really important. Then he comes up with 13 and 14. So overall, this this point I want to make is overall, we must fear God and determine to, to honor him. I mean, in life, we want to do this well. If we want to do this well, look to honor God. Look to be honoring. Look to live for Him. It it lays it out in 1314 like this. Uh, 13 says, Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the duty of all mankind. This is what we were created for. To be looking to be honoring of the God who created us. That makes sense, doesn't it? Solomon, I, I believe, had that in mind. Well, God created us. We ought to live. In, and he, he laced it through there throughout uh, his, his work of Ecclesiastes. But, but finally, whoever concluded the thing said, man, here's the bottom line. Honor God. Keep his commandments. Which for us is what? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And love your neighbor as yourself. Oh, don't you like the two and not the ten along with the 30 or 40 others in the Old Testament? With I don't know how many others the, the Pharisees contributed to later on. It's endless. But this, the simplicity of the call that we have to a God who sent Jesus. To a God who brought meaning to each of our lives. Meaning for every day. To say, love him. Matter of fact, in in sending his son, wasn't that the greatest indication that he loves you? He loves you. If if you're still wrestling, man, where's where's the meaning in life? What's the significance in life? If you're still wrestling with that, don't neglect the very heart of the scriptures. The very heart of the scriptures, I believe, is Jesus. Which is the very heart of God. Sent into this world to love humanity, to die upon the cross in order for us to be in right relationship with him. Oh, that's how you live well. That's how you live well. Pursuing, loving, seeking to honor the God who created us, made us uh, for that special reason of, of, you know, the whole duty of man is, is to be honoring of God and loving him and seeking to serve him. And be pleasing before Him. Amen? All right. I'll take that. You're in agreement then. Okay. All right. Let, let's pray. Father in heaven, we praise you. We thank you that, uh, Lord, we're just wrapping this book up. And, Lord, it, it, it is different to us. And uh, just to see the frustration of Solomon. But, Father, we praise you for it because the world around us, the world around us that, that has taken its opportunity just to ignore, set you aside, or just reject the fact that you exist, is living in a world where there is frustration, uh, where there is a lack of hope and, and uh, difficult, uh, difficulties in, in finding satisfaction. Lord, we, we pray that through our lives, through the joy that we have, that, that we'll be able to share with those who don't know you just to tell the message, simply to to share the joy of Jesus with them, that they might come to know and live a life that's full of meaning and full of hope. Lord, we praise you for your word always, and we ask, Lord, just to continue to work upon our hearts and our lives, that we will come to that place of just honoring you in every day. It's in Jesus' name we pray, amen.